The views and opinions expressed in this podcast episode are those of the host and guests and not their sponsoring institutions. Welcome back to the Chris Cross Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Canty. Shout out to all the members of the Facebook group, the Chris Cross Corner Podcast Facebook group. All 781 of y'all. Please, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, please join right now. It's amazing. We got stories every day, polls to answer, questions to answer, uh, top 10 lists to look at to see how we did on the shows each week. Please look at that each week. Follow the podcast on social media, of course, uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. If you're watching here on YouTube, please go to the bottom and click subscribe and share the video to all your social media platforms. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please go to YouTube and click on podcasts, or you can type in the search bar, crisscross corner, and my show will be there. Because there is no other crisscross corner on YouTube. I checked. I'm the only one. So if you want to listen to the podcast for free, which you can listen for free on anywhere, you can listen for free on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor. Speaking of Anchor, go to anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. That's anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. There you can subscribe to the podcast monetarily for a dollar a month, $5 a month, or $10 a month. Please click that $10 a month so we can pay the StreamYard bill, which you're watching on Twitch right now. This is a Twitch-only live right now. So people on my Twitch are the only ones watching this right now. If you're not on Twitch, you can only listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. So please go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support and subscribe monthly to sustain future episodes. Payment link is on the description below. Thank you for your support. Now let's go to some news. So what you doing, Detroit? Now, named Time Magazine's 2022 Top 50 Greatest Places in the World. Me being from Detroit, I'm, I'm kind of biased, so I already knew that Detroit was a great place. Um, not, and not just downtown and midtown, Corktown and, you know, Boston, Edison and India Village and Belle Isle. Like, every place is great. We got some work to do outside of those places, but it's still a great city. We have a great freeway system. We have a great uh, black culture that's coming back. I'm not saying it, was, it left, but it's it's coming out, you know, it's coming out of the, like, thriller, like the hand coming out of the ground. Like, it's coming. It's coming back. So, please, please come to Detroit. If you're not from Detroit, please come. Uh, we have great restaurants, great sports. We're about to get a fifth sport in the city. We actually have it, but it's not, a, like, a top tier. It's not MLS yet, but it's it's USL. But it's still a professional team, but it's not at the high echelon that other MLS two tab. So we have all four right now, all four NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA teams all downtown within a mile of each other. So 
please come down for some sports. If you like concerts and artsy stuff, we have that as well. We have museums. We have walking tours. We have bike tours. We have Segway tours. We have bus tours. We have everything. Okay? So Detroit is one of the best places in the world. Now, Bruce Springsteen is coming back to the uh, Little Caesars Arena, and he's going to be here in March of 2023. So please get your tickets for that. And like I said earlier, Detroit is one of the best places in the world because we have the best people. Now, I don't want to say anything bad about the city and its people. However, thieves did just steal the wheels of a Detroit police car as it was, you know, as it was, you know, doing its doing their business. So please understand, people of Detroit, that it's not us. Okay. It's 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 the it's the the one percent of the one percent of the one percent of people doing stupid things like this. Okay, if you're a thief, this is a PSA. If you're a thief, do not steal the wheels of a police car. That's just a PSA from Christopher Canty from the Crisscross Corner podcast. This is my word of positivity for today. Today, please do not steal the wheels of a police car. You will go to jail. Okay. Speaking of going to jail, um, a decomposed body was found in the Detroit Receiving Hospital parking garage. Now, this doesn't surprise me because it's Receiving Hospital. And if you're from Detroit, if someone says Receiving, you get that chill down your spine um, that you just don't want to go. If if you have a broken leg, you know what? If you're taking me to Receiving, I'm I'll pop it back in. If you take me to Sinai Grace, if they knock my head off, I'll wake up. <laughs> I'll wake up. If I got a cold, shoot, give me that rubber testing. I ain't going to Sinai Grace or receiving hospital. F that. Okay. And speaking of F that, we're going to go across the country to Arizona where they passed a law that bans people from filming police within eight feet. I don't understand this law because it's just kind of pushing what police do under the rug. I'm just saying they're not stopping the bad policing. They're stopping the people that are taping the bad policing, which doesn't make sense. A lot of things in America don't make sense. However, however, um, I mean, Rodney King's recording was at least way more than eight feet away and the police officer still got away with it so i mean you need we need video evidence to get these people thrown in uh thrown in prison and just because you're a police officer doesn't mean you're above the law a lot of people are getting away with stuff so let's just uh fight to keep these laws out of michigan and I believe that we need to get some people getting on Arizona's back because about this, because we need to get a lot of stuff's going to happen in Arizona with this new law. So they just passed a law banning uh, the filming of police within eight feet. So if you're at 8.1 feet away, film away. But if that, if you keep, if you film with within eight feet, they might arrest you or uh, go after you. So please, please, please understand that if you're in Arizona, that that's law is in place. Elon Musk 
is officially terminating his $44 billion Twitter deal. This is basically saying, hey, I don't want this. I don't want this uh, social media company. It's like going to Walmart after you just tested it out. You're like, you know, I don't want this no more. Going up to customer service. He was like, man, give me my give me my $44 billion back. Just give it back. Just give it back. <laughs> you know how rich you have to be to say, give me back my $44 billion? I don't have $44. This guy has $44 billion. Excuse me. This is crazy. So if you have a story for the podcast, message uh, the Crisscross Corner Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok page. We will get your story on what you do in Detroit. And please listen to the podcast on Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please, please, please. Go to court to give your monthly donation. Thank you for your support. <coughs> now we're going to move on to Uber. And some driver and pet peeves. Driver pet peeves that people have. Um, I drive Uber at night. Um, it's my second job to raise money for traveling around the world and for my new family. I have a daughter now, so I have to provide for my family now. And Uber allows me to do that. However, when I'm driving Uber, there are a lot of people that piss me off when they're riding in the back of my vehicle. And a lot of these pet peeves that I've seen, I'm on the BuzzFeed site uh, that has the 25 Uber and Lyft driver pet peeves. I agree with most of them, and I'm going to let you guys know what they are right now. So I'm going to go on the website right now and see which ones they are. Number one, we have when passengers bring babies without a car seat. I don't understand. I mean, I understand why they need to get from place to place with their child. But if you don't have a car seat, you're putting yourself and your baby at risk. For death, not injury, death. Do you want to risk that in in the back of my car? Because if I get hit and your baby dies, that's on you because you didn't have a baby seat. Um, Like, I understand you want to get from, especially if you have to go on a freeway, like in the freeway or crossing intersections, that's like a haven for like, you're going to get hit. So why risk that with your baby? So please, if you're going to be riding in, a, in an Uber or a Lyft or any rideshare company, please, please, please bring a car seat if you're going to have your baby. That puts you at ease and it puts the driver at ease because now he's not uh, hesitant to make any sudden turns, sudden movements, or, you know, he'll be more careful. Not saying that being more careful is a bad thing. But being like, he's supposed to be more careful, but please understand that he's more uh, he's more attentive to your baby than you. Number two was when passengers smoke in the car. I don't understand why people get mad or irritated when they can't smoke in your car. 
It's my car. I don't like people smoking in my car. I don't want people smoking in my car at all. So if people want to go 25 minutes, 30 minutes, even from their house to the corner store, if you need to smoke and you're in my car for that less than five minutes that you're in my car, maybe you, you have an addiction problem. Please understand that it's my car. My rules go. Okay? Because even if you don't smoke in my car, I know if you smoked before you got into my car because you stink. You stink like cigarette smoke. And if you smoke weed, you smell like marijuana. So please understand that you stink. All right? Now, um, hmm. I've had, I've not had. Have never had this happen to me. Uh, when passengers say they need air when they need to actually vomit, um, if someone vomits in the back of my car, best believe they're being dropped off at that point where they puke in my car. I don't care if we're on the freeway, you're being dropped off. Have a nice day, have a nice life. Walk in traffic, get hit by a car. I don't care. You vomit in my car, it's over. Next one. Uh, no, that's never been done to me before. When passengers try to fit more than four people in my car, this is this has happened to me on a few occasions. I went to a house party on on the east side, uh, I seventy five and Seven Mile. There was like six people, six to seven people, and they were like, "Okay, let's all get in this car." I was like, "Okay, all y'all not gonna fit in my car." They all got in my car. Uh, they were sitting on each other and stuff, and they were being loud, rambunctious. And I had to take them to another house party on the east side, like Grass Street and Mac, I believe, somewhere over there. There was a whole other house party. I'm like, I'm not taking y'all to this other house party. They didn't want me to take from that house party to another house party on the west side. Like, nah, bro. Cancel me. Give me one star. I don't care. I'm not taking y'all anywhere else. So please, if you have more than four passengers, get the higher tier Ubers with seven-seat cars, uh, like the Escalades, the Tahoes, the Suburbans. Get those, okay? My car, my Jeep is not big enough, okay? Just understand. Uh, when passengers eat or drink without your permission, that is a huge one. Please understand. Then it's my car. I don't care if you drink in the back of my car. If it's like, you know, one of those like, you know, bottles you can close and stuff. You need to drink. Then you can drink. Don't eat in the back of my car. Unless it's like candy. Candy, a bag of chips maybe. Don't eat a whole Applebee's dinner takeout in the back of my car. Don't eat a whole box, a whole box of pizza. Don't do that. Just don't do that. It's horrible. It's a lot, I have a lot of stories that I want to talk about, but I'm, it, it might be too much for this show. I might have to do it on The Great Debaters so they can talk about me. Um, but right now, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about uh, more Uber pet peeves right after this. <laughs> When passengers don't answer 
their phones. If you don't answer the phone, that phone's going to keep ringing, 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 ringing. Please answer the phone. Okay? And here's one of my pet peeves. If you're on the phone, I don't need to know about your drama at home. Okay? There's some instances where I think I was an accomplice to murder sometimes. Okay? <laughs> like, please understand that I hear what's going on back there. I hear what's going on in your house. I hear what's going on in your family life, your friend's life, your uh, relationship. I don't need to hear that. Okay? It just makes me feel better about my life, hearing about your life. Okay? So just understand that the drivers are listening. Uh, when passengers sit in front, they immediately go to the front seat. Like, why, nigga? Why? Always get in the back seat. Unless you have, like, in your uh, um, on your app saying you need to sit in the front seat, because maybe you do get car sick and throw up in the back. Maybe you need the front seat to feel more safe. If I see it on the phone, if I see it on my app, I will accept it and be like, hey, you can sit in the front seat. And I'll have I'll have the seat ready. Don't just get in my don't get in my front seat. You're, you're gonna get punched. Uh when passengers don't say anything at all, that's not a good thing. They just get in the car and just be quiet. That's kind of like weird. But um I mean like I do it sometimes when I ride. Uh, ride share, so it's pretty much cool. Uh, oh, this is a huge one. When passengers are not at the pickup point, this is this is this is one that pisses me off sometimes. I had accepted a ride. Um, I was driving around downtown, around, around Greek Town, because that's a huge pickup area. But then someone needed to be picked up. Uh, it said it was by. Mac and Grand River, which is on the other side of downtown. Um, so I get out there and I was like, dude, where's this guy at? And then he calls me and says, yo, I'm at Starters, man. I'm at Starters on, on Woodward. I was like, you had me go all the way from downtown to Mac and Grand River and you're at Starters? I immediately canceled that ride and got my cancellation fee. Um... Yeah, be at your pickup point and make sure, like, if you live in an apartment building, make sure you're, like, picked up, put your pin where you want to be picked up, not where your apartment building is, because most of the time it's going to be uh, sending me to the address of your leasing office. So please give me your pickup point, like right outside your door, at a corner, you know what I'm saying? All that. When passengers ask you to drive faster, because they're running late. And then they give you a one star because you're going too fast. This has happened to me twice. If you're running late, don't ask me to give you a ride. Because I'm going to get you there fast. I'm going to get you there on time. If I get you there, if I get you there on time, I need five stars and an $8 tip. $10, $15. Cause your ass couldn't be on time. So please be early for your stuff. So if you're wanting to get an Uber and your appointment's at 3, and you know 3 o'clock in Detroit, that's rush hour time. So you need to get an Uber pickup probably about 1.30. Put it out there at 1.30. You'll probably, you'll probably be picked up around 1.45, almost 2 o'clock. That, that gives us an hour to get you to where you need to go. 
not 25 minutes, not 15 minutes. We're not going to get you from Farmington Hills to downtown Detroit in 15 minutes in rush hour traffic. It's not going to happen. So please, please, please plan accordingly if you're going to get an Uber or a Lyft. When passengers don't make, oh my Lord, when passengers don't make sure they're in the right car, like, come on. It has our license plate on the app. So if you go to a car, understand that we have the type of car, the color of the car, and the license plate. Three things you need to know before getting into someone's car, a stranger's car. Please understand that some people are colorblind, some people are blind, and some people are just dumb or just dumb and stupid. Please understand that if you get into someone's car, that's your fault if anything happens to you. This is coming from me from the Crisscross Corner podcast. Look at their license plate, look at the color, and look at the type of car they have. Does it match your app? If it doesn't, don't get in the car. And they have the driver's names. That's four things. Four things. The driver's name. Ask them their name. Okay? Type of car, color of the car, license plate, and the driver's name. Four things you need to know before getting before before the car even moves. Before even stepping in the car. That's what that's what you need to do. All right. Uh let's move on to Oh my God! When passengers enter the wrong address and expect the driver to know the cor- the correct address, like this might work for like small cities, but if you're in a big city, you need to have the exact address because if you don't have the exact address, it's it's going to be bad for both parties, the driver and the the rider. Okay, they freak out when they can't read their minds. Like, come on, you might think that we know that we know that you know that we don't that you don't know. Don't where you go. Like, come on. Don't do that. <sighs> when passengers blame the driver for getting stuck in traffic, but then you want them to stay on the current route. Like, okay, if you want me, if you want me to stay on this current route, we're going to be in traffic. If you want me to go my way, we won't be stuck in traffic. Okay? Mover drivers usually tr- uh, follow the path that they're supposed to be on because that's how much, you know, um, that's how much you, we get paid by the amount of miles and stoppages we do. So if you get mad that we're it's stuck in traffic, then you just don't know how Uber works or Lyft, how Lyft works. Okay? Um, when passengers don't put on their seatbelts, I'm not huge on that. Get in the car. We're all adults most of the time. Just drive, ride with me, bro. It's a safety issue. Like I, I it, uh, the people who did this was probably like white people from the suburbs with a Subaru. Like nobody cares. It's this. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not huge on it, so it doesn't matter. When passengers don't pay attention to the route, eh, that's not really a big thing for me. When passengers slam my door, if you slam my door. It's fighting time. Just close the door. Just don't, don't. Just just close. Just close it. Don't just slam it so loud that the neighbor three doors down can hear it. Okay. 
when passengers ask what the driver's worst rider experience was. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me that. It's it's not a good night. <laughs> it's not going to be a good night for you. But since they asked, my worst driver experience was I picked this couple up from the east side of Detroit. Uh, I believe it was uh, Dequinder and Seven Mile, right before the split. Um, there's a family. There's a woman, woman, her baby, and I think her uh, her boyfriend. Um, it took her all the way to. They lived in Chesterfield, way up like 23 mile in Gratiot, where the Meyer is. Um, 23 mile in Gratiot. They asked me to go to White Castle, and I was like, "No, we're not going to White Castle. That's not even on your thing. I'm not taking to White Castle." Then we drove past White Castle, where there was like a line going down Gratiot. I was like, "No, we're not going there." So I take them to their apartment complex, and the boyfriend goes in the house, she goes in the house, and the baby's like walking behind them, trying to follow them, trying to walk and stuff, trying to get in the house. And I look at the baby's back, and I'm like, is that baby's back wet? Like, what's on the baby's back? Like, Then I was like, she probably peed on. She's like, she turned around, it was pee. If she turned around in the back, it was like brown. I was like, she pooped in my seat. So I looked in the back. There was a whole, my whole middle console in the back was full of pee. And I... One thing I want to do is go back and like go after them, but I don't under, I don't know if they have any guns or you know and all that stuff. So I went berserk, called Uber. They gave me five hundred dollars. I cleaned it up, and then I went home because that was disgusting. People, if you have a baby and a toddler, understand if you, if they poop in someone's car, uh, you will get pinged. You will get knocked down. You'll, you'll probably be uh, you'll probably be suspended from Uber or Lyft. And then you won't have anywhere to go. You have to get your grandma or your aunt or best friend to take your places. Don't pee in my car. Don't spill anything in my car. Okay? The only thing I can get rid of in my car that I hate is when people smell in my car. And I hate cigarette smoke. I hate when people smell like weed. I hate when people have bad BO. And I hate when people have bad breath and want to talk. Because every time you talk, your bad breath is being circulated in my car. So please, get Tic Tacs, brush your teeth, floss, mouthwash. Don't get in my car if your breath stinks. I also don't, one other smell that also bothers is when people smell like alcohol liquor. And just get in my car. I don't drink, I'm a huge drinker, so... The smell of alcohol and liquor just makes me nauseous. So please don't get in my car if you stink. And that was my worst driver's experience. Um, when passengers don't tip. Tip your driver and give them five stars unless they really did something wrong. Okay. If they really did something wrong, because if the star system helps drivers get better status in the app so they can get stuff better so they can make more money and provide for their families or, or themselves. So please understand like if you give someone a two star, one star rating, that's not really good. We need four stars or better. Five stars for the best service and four stars for like, okay, it could have been better, but it was still great. Three stars is like, eh. 
could it better? I really didn't like it. And two and one are just you just you just didn't have a good time. Most times people do one stars to get their money back, which is also uh, detrimental to the driver as well. So please understand that if you don't have enough money to get an Uber, please don't get an Uber because drivers are are driving for themselves and their families. So if you take their money back and then give them one star, that means they're not getting better in the app. Uh, Uber is going to say, hey, man, you have too many one uh, too many one stars. We're going to have to take you off the app. It's not a good thing. So please understand that stars are everything in the Uber app. So if you give someone a five-star rating or four stars, please tip them. Uh, we're not out here just driving around because gas prices are high. Uh, maintenance costs are high. And it's not going to stop going up. It's going to run going up. So please understand that tips are amazing. Tips and stars are a driver's currency besides cash. Okay? So please understand that. Um... If you're on Twitch right now, say what up. Go in the comment section. Let me see who is who is this person on Twitch watching right now. You can say your name. I would appreciate it. You've been on the, the entire time. I'm recording this at 11:30 at night. So if you're on right now, you are a super fan. Uh, let me see. What else can we talk about today? We also have some stories from my social media followers, which I have asked them a question. I talked about, um, I gave them a question, like, what is their pet, uh, pet peeves about Uber and Lyft drivers? And they say, usually the same stuff I said, they said passengers that make the driver wait. Uh, most of us are really on a huge time crunch. So we really need to turn and burn as many passengers as possible to get a good hourly wage. So the way Uber works is we turn on the app, like go, like, hey, we're here, we're online. Someone wants a ride. Someone wants a ride, and then they uh, go through the system, and whoever's the first driver to get that one ride, like say like someone from Redford says, hey, I want, I need to get from here to here, and then it says like some like $10 or something. He clicks on that. All the drivers in the immediate area say, "Oh snap! There's someone here who needs some for who needs to get from here to there for ten dollars." So they first driver that gets it gets it. Okay, it might not be ten dollars. It might be a two dollar drive. It might be a three dollar drive. It might be a forty five dollar drive somewhere. It might be sixty, hundred. You never know. So you always have to have that app open. If you accept it, you have to be on that ride. Okay, so on that ride, uh, you pick the person up. As you're going to that, uh, from A to B, as you're going towards B, you can get another ride. So understand that if you if you're waiting on somebody and they make you wait too long, you're missing out on more money, basically, more money and more trips. Because sometimes they do like a, a trip promotion, like say if you do like uh, fifty trips in, you know, I would say. 50 trips in a weekend, like say Friday to Monday, you can get an extra $200. If you're waiting on a lot of people, you're not going to get 50 people in, in four days. If you're driving, you know, four hours a day. If you become a driver, I would suggest doing it as 
as a side hustle, not a full-time job, just because of the maintenance costs and how gas prices are going, unless you have a certain trick to do it. I haven't uh, done a full-time gig yet for Uber. I've only did it uh, part-time. Most time I did it was 10 hours, and that was a lot. I did it on a Friday night going into Saturday morning, and it was very lucrative. I got about $530 just to be, you know, just to let it out, made $530. And I got a promotion that said if I had, uh, if I did 20 trips, I get $50. So basically I made 530 and then I made an extra 50, which is close to 600. So I made 580. Take away gas, because gas was about five something. So take away gas, I made about $460 in that one night. So imagine doing $460 times four, because you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's times three. So it's, it's about it's about $1,000 in a weekend. You can do that. But you can't do it if you're waiting on passengers. So if your passengers make you wait, please wait for that cancellation fee. Click cancel. You already got the ride because the passenger waited too long. Passengers who use my charger. Bring your own charger, please. Just be prepared. You're going to go for a long ride. Bring your own charger. Or drivers might have chargers for you in the backseat for Android, Apple. You never know. Um, But please, use your own charger. Making ridiculous requests. Um, I'm not taking you to McDonald's at night. It's going to be a long line. Like I said in the other time, don't. Making passengers, making drivers wait is the same as taking. Um, someone to McDonald's or Taco Bell or to a Coney Island at night. It's the same thing. You're missing out on more money. So if they ask you to take you to a fast food restaurant or uh, any place with food with a long line, say no. If it's to like a corner store or a 7-Eleven where it's where they're right around the corner, you could probably do that. But tell them to hurry up because you need to get back on the road to make more money. Because I had one guy Took him all the way to Chesterfield. It was a $35 trip. Took him up there. He's only going to be in Speedway for two seconds. He was in there for a good 30 minutes. Yeah, give me the uh, yeah, give me the give me the whole pizza. Give me the nachos, the taquitos. I'm gonna go back there, give me a whole bag of Doritos. I need a I need two slushies. I need some candy. Oh, uh, I might need some gas too. Why are you getting you and Uber? Why do you need gas? Stupid. Then it was another trip that I, I accepted before I dropped before he went to Speedway. It was a $35 trip. I almost made another one going from Chesterfield to Wixom for about almost $40. Guess what happened? 30 minutes into him being in Speedway, the writer canceled. Whole night ruined. Just because this guy wanted to be in Speedway for 30 minutes. So please don't uh, make, uh, please don't accept any requests from anybody. Smelly passengers, I talked about that earlier. Um, if you stink, please, please, please understand that we are not being rude. We're just saying we're just trying to get to our destination so you can get out my car because you stink. Um, not giving me five stars. We talked about that earlier. Overloading the car. Please don't. If 
an Uber X only has four seats. You can only put four people in the car. Don't put five, don't put six, don't put seven people. It's not going to work. Okay. Now we're going to get into the rider pet thieves uh, from my social media followers. When the driver talks too much, I understand that because sometimes when I'm driving, I talk too much sometimes just to, you know, keep the conversation going. But uh, I've been also been the rider sometimes and the driver just keeps on talking and talking and talking and talking. It's just madness. I was like, bro, can you please be quiet so I can. But in the app, you can request for the driver not to talk to you. So please understand that. Drunk Uber drivers, um, if first of all, if your driver is drunk, please understand that that is a safety issue for both you and the driver. So please report them because um, people shouldn't be drunk and driving. Driver's not following the map. Like I said earlier, if the driver's from the city and he knows his stuff or he or she knows her stuff, don't question her. Uh, but if it's way off, like way off the route, please uh, tell them to please go back on the route so they can get so they can get you home safely because we don't want anything to happen to you. Turning up the music too loud, I understand that. We don't want to hear your loud music. Or we want to hear the music, but it's too loud and it's uncomfortable. So please, please, please understand that um, you're a professional driver, quote unquote, and we want to have a good experience. So please have good music playing and at a low volume. Having drivers having a passenger, nothing's more annoying or more scary than having someone else in your car that you do not know. Okay, so please, Uber drivers, if you have a passenger, please drop them off before you go online to drive. Drivers' car smells, it is not most of the time, it's not our fault if our car smells. It might be the rider before us that smelled like weed or threw up and we had to clean it up. Um, if you do smoke and you are an Uber driver, please understand that you might not get four or five stars. You might get three stars. You might get two stars. You might get one star because your car smells. There are certain people out there like me who do not like the smell of cigarette smoke, well, the smell of alcohol, the smell of weed, the smell of uh, just bad feet sometimes. Your feet can smell and go throughout the car. So please understand that you need to clean your car before letting people in. Uh, let me see. When the driver goes too fast, we've already been through this. If your driver is reckless, please report them. If the driver is just driving fast to get you to your place quicker, if you ask them to, if you're in a time crunch, you know what I'm saying? If they're in a time crunch, understand that, hey, maybe, you know, maybe this is cool. Maybe it's good. If they're driving reckless, that's when you report them. When the driver does the speed limit, that's annoying sometimes because everybody's passing you and you just want to get to your place, you know, quickly. Um, to those drivers, I commend you because I, I tried. I can't go to speed limit sometimes. I sometimes go over. I sometimes go under sometimes just to, you know, see where I'm going. If I know where I'm going, like in the city or the metro area, I'm going to go as fast as I want to go. However, however, if... I had one story. I had to pick up this couple from Dearborn to go to the airport. They say, hey, we need to get on this flight in like the next less than an hour. I need you to take us there quick. I got them there quick. I was going about 90 now, 94. These guys give me a one star for going, and, they, and, I, and I quote, going too fast. And 
maybe maybe it's i mean maybe they just didn't understand their their english or my english but when they say go fast i i, I want to they they say go fast <laughs> then they give me one star for not going fast it doesn't make any sense so please understand that if you want me to go fast i'm going to go fast and there's nothing you can, you can do about it okay uh let's see um another thing we're going to talk about today is um i mean uber uber is a great app i'm not gonna i don't have any um gripes from uber it's just the riders from a driver's perspective. And sometimes when you're a writer, the driver just sucks. And I understand that. But please understand that people out here uh, trying to get money for themselves, trying to get money for their families. Some people have bills to pay. Please understand that it's not their fault sometimes. Just take the ride. When you accept a ride, uh, drivers, understand that you're trying to get them from point A to point B. And if you're a writer, please understand that it's your job just to sit there and be in a safe environment to get from point A to point B, okay? You're not entitled to anything. They can kick you out any time, any place you do something wrong. So please understand that you're the rider and they're the driver, okay? Now, we're going to go to my top 10 sports upsets of all time, and we're going to go there right after the... Uh, title sequence. So here we go. Okay, they said hi. That was 10 minutes ago. I'm sorry, y'all. I haven't been looking at the comments. Uh, they said hello. What is, how do you say the name? Mad. Mad strangulation charges? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, spread the word. We're going to get into my top 10 sports upsets of all time. Let's do my uh, honorable mentions. We have the 2011 Mavericks beat Miami. Uh, the Miami Heat in the 2011 NBA Finals, which was a ridiculous upset. LeBron and the big three thought they were going to win, and Dirk came in and kind of you know, beat them with the like Mike. I call them the, the like Mike squad because you had Dirk, Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, Sean Marion on the team. Everybody was old on that team, and they beat a young LeBron James. So shout out to the 2011 Mavericks that beat the Miami Heat that year. The Boston Red Sox of 2003, they came back from being down 3-0 uh, from the Yankees and beat them in the uh, – I think it was ALS or NLS. Then they went to the World Series and beat. I forget who they beat, but they won it all. That was a huge upset. And they beat the Curse of the Bambino, which was when they when the Boston Red Sox traded Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees, and they never won a World Series since until 2003. So shout-outs to Boston. Uh, Jason McCown. And the Arizona touchdown. Everybody knows you had uh, Jason, uh, McCown. A uh, few seconds left on the clock. Minnesota Vikings were up. He held Marys the ball, 
and they catch it in the end zone. The Minnesota Vikings were knocked out of the playoffs. There's a video on it on YouTube. I will show it. I'll put. I'll actually put it in the Facebook group so y'all can watch it. Probably one of the best commentary jobs ever when it comes to a, uh, an upset. But it was hilarious to listen to that commentator. He was so mad. All right, we're going to go into my top 10 list now. Top 10 sports upsets. Now, we have number 10. It actually happened last year. Michigan versus Ohio State, 2021. Very good game. Ohio State was supposed to win that game, and Michigan came in and blew them out the water. Number nine, Buster Douglas beats Mike Tyson in the ring. Fair and square. Number eight, Leicester City wins the Premier League in 2016. Uh, they were, I think it was a 5,000 to 1 odds for them winning the whole thing in England. And they, they, they beat him out. And they won. Uh, number seven, Miracle on Ice. USA versus the Soviet Union in 1980. A lot of people say this was a huge uh, point in USA hockey or sports history. This was the start of a new era in the Olympics where professionals could be used for the Olympics. And amateurs from the United States beat the USSR's pros. And this was an upset for the ages in that era. Number six, the New England Patriots win over the Atlanta Falcons in 2017. When I tell you, people was happy at halftime when it was 28 to three. Okay, 28 to three. That's all I gotta say. If you know, you know. If you don't know, I'm gonna tell you. So Atlanta was up 28 to three over the New England Patriots. I knew it was over. <laughs> For Atlanta, when uh, the Atlanta coach and all the coaching staff had their, like, I think they had Microsoft Surface Pros and stuff. They had their Surface Pros over here, just rhyme out plays. You go to the other side, on their sideline, on the New England Patriots sideline, Bill Belichick has a sticky note, a writing pad, and a Sharpie. I knew it was over when I saw the Sharpie. Second half happens. New England scores like crazy, like super fast every time. Then they go to overtime, the first overtime Super Bowl in history. New England gets the ball. New England scores a touchdown. New England wins the Super Bowl. Crazy. And we have another New England uh, upset in this list, which I really don't want to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it. Number five, the Motown Miracle, Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. If you know, you know. If you don't know, I'm going to tell you. Now, the, the Detroit Lions will go after Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, the sneaky Aaron Rodgers, goes towards the defender who is reaching out towards him. The defender touches his shoulder. The referee pulls the yellow flag. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Aaron Rodgers comes back up with his chin strap over his mouth. <laughs> and then the referee says, uh, foul, 
face mask. I'm like, he never touched his face mask. So at zero, it was at one second. Okay, one second, they hacked the ball. Defense can't get to him. Everybody's running to the end zone for the Hail Mary pass. Aaron Rodgers throws it in the end zone, thinking no one's going to catch it. All the defenders are like, he's not going to catch it. Richard Rodgers goes up and catches the ball in the end zone. Touchdown. Green Bay wins. Game's over. Thursday night football, prime time. The entire world is watching the Detroit Lions lose in Detroit fashion on Thursday night football. That's the most Detroit story I've ever heard in my life. But anyway, we're going to move on to number four. (sighs) I hate talking about this. The Michigan versus Michigan State game. I think it was 2015 this one was where the kicker fumbled the ball and the Michigan State picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. And um, in the last 10 seconds, I, 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 I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Number three, New York Giants beat the New England Patriots in 2008. The New England Patriots were going into the Super Bowl undefeated, 18-0. So they went 16-0 for the entire season. Then they won two games, the divisional round and the and the uh, AFC Championship. So they are 18-0 going in against the New York Giants. Eli Manning and the New York Giants. When I tell you, this nigga caught the ball with his helmet. His helmet. To advance the New York Giants to get first down. And we all know what happens. They score a touchdown. They win the game. One of the best upsets in the modern era of football. Even though we could have talked about uh, the Baltimore Colts and the New York Jets. Don't name if calling it before the game and saying, hey, we're going to win the game and win the game. That was an upset. And it pretty much started the whole NFL, AFC, NFC kind of thing going on because they were separate back in the day. They were NFL and AFL. And the AFL was like, yo, we're going to win. And NFL was like, no, you're not. And the AFL won. So boom. So now AFL was just as good as the NFL. Now they merged. NFL, AFL merger. Now it's the NFL. Well, they have NFC, AFC. So this was a really good upset when it came down to the two best teams at that time. But the Patriots should have went 19-0. They should have done it. On paper, they should have won. But they didn't. But it's okay. Number two, my favorite, we have the Detroit Pistons beat the Los Angeles Lakers 4-1. to Now, every, going into this game, everybody knew that the Los Angeles Lakers were the best offensive team going into the finals for the last four years. They won... Um, 02, no, they won 2000, 2001, and 02. 03, they won a lot, but then they lost to the Spurs, and then the Spurs won that year, and then the 2004 year, they beat the Spurs, I believe, to get to the finals, or the Suns. I don't know, I forget who it was, but they beat whoever was in the Western Conference to go to the finals against the Pistons. Pistons went in as a huge underdog. Nobody wanted Detroit to win. Not even the sportscasters knew that Detroit was going to win. They were like, Lakers this, Lakers that, Kobe this, Shaq that, Kobe this, Shaq that. Shaq said this about Kobe. Kobe said this about Shaq. Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson, 
Lakers, Phil Jackson, Jerry West, Lakers, Shaq, Kobe, L.A., Staples Center. They never talked about Detroit. Detroit came in, wiped the floor with the Los Angeles Lakers, beat them 4-1. to one. And in the last game they beat them, I think it was 100-87 to 87 in game five to win at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Rest in peace to the Palace of Auburn Hills. But we beat them to win the NBA World Championship in 2004. I was there, nine years old, watching my team win was amazing. We're not going to talk about 2005. But anyway, number one of my top 10 sports upsets will have to be one of the biggest upsets of all time in the NFL. It would be the New England Patriots being the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks were favorites to win this game because they just came off of a Super Bowl victory the previous year, whooping that tail on the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos were going into that game as the favorites, but then Seattle came and whipped that ass and beat them 48-3. Seattle-New England game never got boring. It was all it was back and forth scoring, back and forth scoring, back and forth scoring until the last play of the game. They're at the half-yard line. Russell Wilson had a choice to either give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, who was at that time the best running back in the game, at the half-yard line to win it all, or, or he could throw it. No, no, he didn't throw it. Or he could run it in himself and jump over the defensive line to win the game. But he throws it right across the New England defensive line, and the defense catches the ball in the end zone. It's crazy. It's ludicrous. They could have been two time back-to-back Super Bowl champions. The first time since the New England Patriots did in the early 2000s. But no. But no. They wanted to be they Russell Wilson wanted to be fancy. He did it again. Messed it up for the whole team. And the craziest thing is the way they got to the Super Bowl was even more crazier. They they had another upset. I want to say it was an upset. It was a crazy game against Green Bay and the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks go in right crazy, crazy loud. First play of the game, they fumble the ball, fumble the ball. Green Bay gets the ball, it's 3-0. Then they get the ball again, 10-0. Then they get the ball again, 13-0. Then they get the ball again, 16-0. 16-0 going into the half. Seattle hasn't scored yet. Uh, before they go to the half, uh, they do a fake punt, so it makes it 17, 16 to 7, which was crazy. Um, then they do another score. I think it was 16 to 14. Then they kick a field goal, 16, 17. Then they score another touchdown. Green Bay scores another touchdown, 23 to 17. Then they give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, run it in to make it tied again. Then they kick a field goal. Then Green Bay has to come back and score another one. And it was it's just it was a crazy game. I have the highlights and in the um on the Crisscross Corner Podcast Facebook group. Join the podcast Facebook group, everybody. That's where you get all the clips and stuff for the show that we're talking about. Um, but yeah, that game was crazy to get into the Super Bowl. And for that to happen at the last play of the game of the Super Bowl, I don't want to talk about it. It's just crazy. But anyway, if you have a top 10 list for the podcast, please message the Crisscross Corner Instagram. Facebook or TikTok page 
we will get your list on the show. If you uh, want to remain anonymous, please tell us so we don't say your name on the podcast. Uh, this top 10 list has been um, requested by our great debater, our friend Mark Simpson, who has been on the show multiple times, was a co-host, and now he, you know, he's working now. So he'll be on the show sparingly, um, off and on with the great debaters. And we have the great debater show back uh, we're going to have a show each month. We're going to have the July show coming out next week. Please stay tuned for that. Go back and watch the June show or listen to the June show where we talk about uh, Thriller being the best song on the Thriller album, which I disagreed with. And you get to hear my argument for that. Uh, what else we want to talk about? Please go to anchor.fm slash Corner slash support. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Get that Anchor app right now. Anchor app, type in crisscross corner, click on the support button, uh, support for $10, $5, or $1 a month. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch right now, please go to anchor.fm slash crisscross corner slash support. Go to the link and click on support. And please give in your monthly donation. If you want to add yourself to the uh, Facebook group, please understand that it is free. All free content goes on there. You get to uh, join the conversation, join the questions that we have each day, the topics that we have, and for the videos that we reference on the show are going to be put on that page. So please go to that page and check it out. Other than that, that has been another episode of the Crisscross Corner Podcast. Please subscribe everywhere. Go on YouTube right now, the Crisscross Corner and click subscribe, go to the great creators, press subscribe, watch us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. If you're watching on Twitch right now, this is the Twitch episode right here. We're watching on Twitch. Thank you for watching on Twitch. Thank you. Stay safe, social distance, and be nice to each other. (laughs) 